0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by some sit-ups and an early morning run. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. When I was a kid, I did not grow up surrounded by savages there were some adults in my life that were that were pretty pretty hard charging but by and large this just wasn't it wasn't the case primarily rowing coaches or excuse me um sports coaches those guys got a little intense but there's just there was a certain aspect of personal agency and responsibility that was a little bit lacking and i don't think this is horribly uncommon for most people because i think most adults I think most adults are just trying to get through the days, you know, and try to keep kids fed, try to keep try to keep a roof over the head and and younger people have a very unfortunate position of noticing everything people say and then comparing it to what people do. And there becomes a great distrust there with what what people say and then what they actually do, because, again, I see it with my little kids, they'll say, hey, dad, can we do this? Hey, dad, can we do this? They'll ask 20 different things in the span of five minutes, like, oh, my gosh, we'll see. Or, yes. Fine. We can do that. It's fine. And then, you know, what may not happen. It may not happen because there are so many things going on and the kids aren't responsible for juggling all of those different things in their head. Fine. But they obviously remember, hey dad, you said we could do this or hey dad, you said we could do this. It's like, oh my gosh, I know but that's before you asked for those twenty other things and all of this all of this stuff happened. So I was pretty tuned into tuned into that. And my sister, I think I was like a freshman or sophomore in high school. My sister was there. Uh we were watching TV or something, hanging out with friends after swim practice over the summer. And uh she she gets down on the floor and starts doing sit ups. Like, what are you doing? And everybody kind of starts laughing. She's like, I gotta, oh my God, I gotta lose weight. I gotta get in shape. And she's hammering out these push ups, sit ups. We're all looking at her like, what are you doing? And I remember being so cynical in the moment, just thinking, you're not, this is not the start to some fitness craze. Like, you're not going to change your lifestyle to get in shape in the way that you want to be in shape. Like you're not going to be a CrossFit chick by doing these sit-ups and this is not the start to some some, you know, shift in personal personal responsibility. And it was such an odd thing and I remember that and it popped up a lot of times actually in my in my younger years, a buddy of mine, uh, Rob, actually, who is one of the most committed guys in my in my life that I know, it's got Rob Osterman, shout out Rob, lives in Sacramento. When we were freshmen in college, he did the same thing. Now, Rob was in incredible shape. He was a tremendous rower. He had won the, the California, California High School Rowing Championships, incredible athlete. And we were watching. I think it was like The Simpsons in his room, and he gets down, starts doing sit-ups. And even, even with him, I really, really respect Rob. But even this, I was like, "What are you doing, man?" And uh, I asked him. I was like, "Rob, what, what are you doing down there?" And he's like, you know, "Trying to work on my six-pack." <laughs> Just so funny. Again, Rob was in really good shape already. I was like, You're working on your six pack, Rob? He's like, Yeah. I want people to see me if I take my shirt off. And it cracked me up. I was like, Alright, man. In both cases, I never saw those people do setups again. Right? And again, Rob. Rob was already really fit and an incredibly willful guy. I never saw his setups again. And and that these kinds of behavior, these kinds of things really made me cynical about the idea of starting something. Because what you realize is people get this idea in their head. They think, okay, look, I want, I want to have a six-pack or I want to be super fit. And they get a certain amount of energy around this idea. And then they do something... Just not really to address the larger plan, but just to get moving with it. Like they get down and do sit-ups. And you see this kind of frenetic behavior in a lot of different ways. If you've ever read Fahrenheit 451, there is a scene in that book where one of the main characters or one of the supporting characters gets really worked up and upset over something And there's this noise that's described in the other room. This noise is like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so angry about this. And then it's like, you know, I'm like not quite yelling and not quite music, but like this just funky noise. And one character asks the other, like, what were you doing? She's like, oh, well, we worked out. We worked out these things. We worked out these these issues that I'm so upset about. And the main character was like, well, what did you do? She's like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't really have an answer. Because again, there's energy there. There's an idea there. There's a, hey, I want to address this thing there. But what it boils down to is people are very happy to just act in a way that kind of gets that energy out. They don't actually want to make the shift in their life that would be required to be, you know, have like a massive six-pack or be super in shape or something like that. It's just like they grab the lowest hanging fruit. I can do 10 sit-ups right now and that'll that'll start me on my journey. And I got very cynical. I got very cynical in this way where I'd see see the start of something and know that the journey that would be required after starting was far too great for almost everyone. And in about 2011, 2012, I was, I was a brown belt in, in jiu-jitsu when I was competing a lot. And I weighed about 185 pounds. And I decided that I wanted to go to the world championship at 165 pounds. Now, I'm six foot two. And at 185, I could have probably lost 5 or 10 pounds pretty easily. But going from 185 to 165 was going to be bananas. And I didn't tell a ton of people this, but I just woke up the next week after deciding to do it. And woke up early and just ran three miles. Not super fast, right? I'm not sprinting, not... Not bananas, but I just ran three miles, and I started doing this. I started doing this every morning. Nothing crazy, just two three miles. So, if somebody looked at, if somebody looked at what I was trying to achieve, losing this weight, and and looked at how these two or three mile runs factor, two mile run, it's like two hundred calories or something silly maybe 300 calories, you know, a couple little hills here and there. But you could look at that and say, like, what? You're not, you're not going to lose weight based on this thing. But I kept doing it. I kept doing it and got through the first week, then got through the second week, and then got through the first month and the second month and third month. And within within four months, it took four months I was down to 165 pounds now I did not look good I was hurting I my my face was hollow I had believe it or not I had incredibly chiseled abs because my core had shrunk down I mean I could almost put my hands all the way around my waist it was I was really really hurting I was really lean but I was able to do it and I thought about that first week of running while I was running it, while I was going through it, and thinking about how it compared to all of the other starts and stops that I had witnessed people go through in their lives. And I was so cynical about things like this. E- even though I was very a very committed person and understood myself, I was so cynical about these little... These little events, the little sets of sit-ups, the little run every morning, the little protein shake at lunch. So cynical about these little steps that people said fit into this bigger picture. But what I came to realize after going through this experience and using this little step, this little two, three-mile run every morning in the bigger picture is to make a large goal And see it through, you have to use little steps. Everybody knows that. To build a brick wall, you got to use a little brick. That's not a foreign concept. But you will never be able, not you, not anyone will ever be able to see larger change in their life, to actually affect larger change in their life in the absence of utilizing these little steps for most people for me in particular before this i had viewed the little steps as so inconsequential and so so silly as terrible as that sounds i viewed them as silly i knew that it was just a small step it wasn't a large commitment it wasn't going to make the difference it was silly to me But every time I got up in the morning and ran as the weight was coming off, I knew how irreplaceable that step was. I knew how important it was. And I knew that without seeing the power of those little steps every day, every morning, just two, three miles every morning, I wouldn't be able to get there. And I think that's an important thing to recognize And I think it's even more important for those of us witnessing other people taking these little steps to keep our traps shut. Because it's so easy to get cynical. It's so easy to see your failings and your failure to utilize small steps to effect larger change. It's so easy to say it's silly. When in reality it's not it's not silly and it may be the start to something large and sweeping and impressive and you do not know what's going to happen the next day and the day after so for you to sit around and say hey that's silly that's just dumb man who are you to prescribe that So the next time you see somebody do something that you may think is small or inconsequential or really not going to affect the goal or the change that they want, just don't say anything. Don't say it's great. Don't give them awesome feedback so they feel like they accomplished something fantastic. Don't say it's dumb and blow out the flame. Just stay quiet. Stay quiet and see what that person does. Because if you're lucky, they'll do something great. And if they do something great and you're watching, maybe it will inspire you to do something great. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.